Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. I've never been this nervous in my life. Greetings from Longtime No See, the podcast. Every week, we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! <laughs> what would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on? A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my God, Jack almost fell off his chair. <laughs> be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. Natal, that glitters is gold. Half the story has never been told. Because righteousness governs the world. Come take a musical journey. From the suburbs of Long Island to the ghettos of Kingston. A heartbreaking overdose. A disturbing discovery. The last chance to redeem a stolen legacy. Broadcasting live and direct from the rolling red hills on the outskirts of Kingston, Jamaica from a magical place at the intersection of words, sound, and power. The red light is on. Your dial is set. The frequency in tune to the Rootsland podcast. Stories that are music to your ears. In the reggae anthem Get Up Stand Up, the whalers sing, not all that glitters is gold. Half the story has never been told. My friend Brian always dreamed he could make the world a better place. Maybe by me telling his story, he still can. Consequence Podcast Network presents Rootsland, Season 1, Reggae Junkie Joe. Whole barrage of righteous people out there. Because sometimes the story is the best song. So you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcast, and, you know, everywhere else in, uh, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast Stardom is within your reach. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Consequence Podcast Network.
Welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org. Consequence of Sound and the Consequence Podcast Network. Uh, as usual, thank you so much for uh, checking out this episode and making your way to this series. Uh, please do hit the subscribe button if you're not already subscribed. I put out the three new interviews every single week, brand new and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. It's a great way to keep up with all of your favorite artists, discover some new ones, know what's happening out in the music world, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, Podchaser, YouTube for the video versions or anywhere you like to get your podcast from Kyle Meredith with. That's me. I'm Kyle Meredith. Today I'm going to be talking with uh, Ricky Warwick, the Thin Lizzy and Blackstar Writers frontman to talk about his new solo record, When Life Was Hard and Fast. It's a record that finds him sort of looking back through parts of it, uh, taking some stock of the past. And he's also invited some other famous friends along. Uh, Def Leppard's Joe Elliott's on here, Guns N' Roses keyboardist Ricky Reed. It's also a family affair. I think his daughter makes an appearance. So we're going to talk about all of that, uh, the loss of mystery with rock musicians and carrying Thin Lizzy's legacy forward. Now there's also a, a bonus disc of covers on this record, so I want to hear about how that whole process came along and specifically what finds him covering the Britney Spears classic Baby One More Time. So let's get into this and talk about this album when life was hard and fast. It's Kyle Meredith with Ricky Warwick. Hi Kyle, how you doing? I'm great man, it's uh, it's good to talk to you. Congratulations on this record, When Life Was Hard and Fast. What a fun listen. Oh man, thank you, appreciate that. I'm glad you're digging it. It's got a lot of interesting points on it. I, I wondered, especially first you see the title and then you get into songs, is this record a bit of you taking stock of the past? Is is that the the image I'm getting, is that correct? I think a little bit, certainly on the title track and the album title, When Life Is Hard and Fast, that song's definitely about growing up in, in Northern Ireland and Belfast, you know, when I was a kid and my hopes and my dreams and sort of aspirations and, uh, you know, what, a little bit of what life was like back back then, but, but also with one eye on the future. So what is different this time? Because it's been a few years since you've done this solo life. I mean, it, was there some, was there a specific part of your story that you did want to tell uh, throughout this album? Um, no, I mean, I'm just really busy with the other bands that I'm involved in, Black Star Writers and Thin Lizzy, and just having to work the solo stuff around that. The songs have actually been written for quite some time, so I was really just waiting for that opportunity to get some downtime and get into the studio and start recording, which uh, presented itself in 2019 when we actually got into work on the solo record. But the songs have been brewing for a few years. You know, I write all the time. Um, Kyle, so there's always something on the go and it's really just a point of going, okay, what have I got? Let me look at the 20, 30 ideas I've got. Let, what, what, are, what are the 10 or 11 that's going to that's gonna really work on this record? Um, I was just getting to that point. It is interesting seeing the, the output because considering, you know, uh, the amount of tracks on this one, the amount of tracks that you're doing with Blackstar Writers and everything, I mean, it's, it seems like it is pretty yeah. non-stop for you to be a writer. Is, is the pen always close at hand, the proverbial pen? Uh, very much so. It's a it's the best form of therapy therapy for me out there, you know. I, you know, and lyrically, it's it's a it's it's a way of getting my innermost thoughts out. It's a diary for me, and you know, I'm happy to share it with the world. And I I think I say things better putting them down on paper sometimes, and I do trying to explain myself, uh, you know, verbally. So uh, yeah, it's a it's a form of therapy. I love to write. I'll try and write every day. It's something that really inspires me. Uh, it's very much just part of who I am. You also have, uh, you know, some fun friends coming along. Of course, your buddy Joe Elliott's on here. You got Dizzy Reed from GNR. I, I think yeah. your daughter's here too. Uh, how did you choose who was going to be on the record? I mean, was that any process or was it who was around? <laughs> no, you know, usually what happens, uh, Kyle, is that we finish the song and, uh, and then I kind of go, oh man, it'd be great if I could, 
you know, get Joe Elliott to sing some BVs on that, or wouldn't it be cool if we get Dizzy to come down to the studio and play some keyboards on that one? And that's really where it begins, and I'm just very blessed. That, you know, I know these guys, their friendships that I've been forged in rock and roll over 30 years. I've, I've worked with them on some of their their albums and, you know, obviously vice versa. And it's just a question of then picking up the phone or sending the email going, hey, you know, really honoured if you, if you could sing or play on this track. And thankfully everybody came back and said yes. But, you know, they're just people I admire. They're friends first and foremost. But then at the end of the day, I'm a huge fan of, of what, these, what these guys do yeah. musically. It's a nice Rolodex to have. You're a very rich man in that sense. And there's a... There's a line on here that, of course, really sticks out, too. I mean, rock and roll ain't dead. It's just lost its mystery, uh, which I find a very important <laughs> sentiment uh, these days. It's something I think about, but I, you know, I, I don't want to presume anything. Tell me what was on your mind with that one. What was on my mind was the Internet and social media has brought us many good things. <clears throat> Obviously, you know, we'd have been lost without, lost without it during this pandemic because just staying in touch with friends and family to God's end, and it makes you know certain things easier you can now not be in the same studio with somebody and, and they can record the part and i'm all for that send it to you but also i think you know we're all looking at the screen 24 7 now our rock and rollers are so accessible you know what you can find out what they had for breakfast that morning and you can see a picture of it and to me that's kind of ruining it a little bit because when i was a kid you know, the rock stars were always mysterious. You only saw them when they were on TV shows or you only read about them in the magazines. And then, you know, you, you would buy the magazine to see what clothes they were wearing or how they looked. Because you might not have seen a picture of them for a few months. And that whole mystery part of it, I really, really loved, you know, because these people, when I was a kid, they were untouchable. They were aliens. They were from another planet. You know, how, how do they look like that? Why do they sound like that? How can I get into that, you know, into that kind of, you know, closed groove that they've all got going on. I think that sadly, um, with the internet, just has gone now because we just know everything about everybody all the time. And as someone, I mean, obviously here you are working your own stuff in present day and, and, and finding the means to do that, but you're also carrying a legacy when we talk about, you know, Thin Lizzy, something like that, who sure. is a band who has a lot of that mystery. Do you have to keep that in mind when you think about how to, to carry that legacy forward? I think you do. I think with the, the enormity and the impact that Finn Lizzie have had on rock and roll, and certainly what they meant to me as a kid growing up, and in, in, again in Ireland, their soundtrack of my youth, and my favorite band of all time, and, and, and Phil Lynott's probably, well, not probably, he is my favorite lyricist and frontman. I'm very aware of the, norm, the enormity of all that and what the band means to so many people. And it's just trying to give that the respect and honor and humility that it deserves every time I get the chance to sing those wonderful songs. And you do them well. You really do. Thank you. I oh, appreciate that. Thanks. Yeah. There's a second side, of course, to this solo record, When Life Was Hard and Fast, and that's the uh, Sarewell Troubadour side of it, which is a, a covers <laughs> album. What was the idea behind that one? How did that come about? I mean, that was one of those sort of happy accidents that, you know, that, that really came about. I was doing my previous solo album, which came out in 2016. Uh, I was doing some, you know, some VIP stuff with with the fans, and uh, for part of, of of buying into the VIP um, stuff, I would do like a a song from acoustic song sort of every other week from the stairwell in my house um, as a way of a thank you. And these seemed to go over really, really well. And my manager was like, you know, you should just go in and record these, um, and uh, we should we should give them away to as part of the VIP package. So. That's what happened, and you know, I kind of didn't really think anything about it. And Q, you know, going on to One Life Is Hard and Fast, the record label was like, "Hey, you got any like demos or extra songs we could put on as a bonus disc?" 
my manager just goes, yeah, he says, you've got the Star World Troubadour. It was only ever released, you know, very small, limited edition. Why don't we, we give that away as a bonus disc? And I was like, okay, sounds good. So that's how that that's that came about. Oh, there's, I, I love seeing some of this stuff. I mean, you've got one of my favorite Ramones songs on there with I Don't Want to Grow Up. The Bottle Rockets, which does not get enough love. Uh, there's a, an obvious one I'm sure people ask about. Did you have to approach Hit Me Baby one more time differently than the others? <laughs> you mean, oops, I did it again. No, <laughs> oh, that's right. My bad. That, yeah. that was the Britney song I did. Yeah. No, it's okay. Um, yeah. You know, at the time... My daughter was a real big fan of that song, and she was singing it a lot. And you know, I would, you know, play it to her on the guitar, and I was just like, "Hang on a minute, you know, this this actually sounds pretty good. Just stripped down, played on the acoustic guitar. Why not have some fun with this?" And that was the whole idea. I think people don't expect this, this uh, you know, tattooed Irish rock and roller to be, you know, playing a Britney Spears song. So I thought the irony in that was was, was kind of funny. And uh, yeah, but we went up. I think you know, again kind of good song a good song if you strip it down and it works on the most fundamental level of just the voice and the acoustic guitar it's a good song whether that's a Britney Spears song or whether that's a, an Eddie Cochran song to me it's just good rock pop music and um, I'm actually a fan of that song I'm, I'm happy to admit it I think it's a well crafted well written pop song absolutely and you do it you do it you do it justice that's a that's certain <laughs> thank you i don't know what the future holds and, and i apologize I, I don't even know your relationship but i noticed damon johnson also has a solo record is there any chance for a team-up tour at some points um i you know i don't i don't think so i mean obviously damon and i were both in black star riders together um, and, and damon's damon left a couple of years ago to work on his solo stuff and uh, we're still great friends we've done a lot of touring together as warwick johnson over in europe we've done where well, we, we, we'll go out acoustically and, and play for two hours just some some of his songs and some of mine a few cover versions some Black Star Riders and Lizzie and it's always a lot of fun um, but just with our schedules right now and, and busy doing what we're doing um, uh, I can't really see that happening because when we do start touring obviously I'll be want to do some shows to promote my own record then Black Star Riders are, are gearing up to get busy again and I'm sure there'll be some Tim Lizzie shows down the line so Really, um, sadly, I don't think there's going to be the time to do some more Warwick Johnson stuff in a minute. Well, in the meantime, when life was hard and fast, again, what a great record. Uh, congratulations on this, Ricky, and thanks for taking the time to talk about it. Oh, man, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me on. My thanks to Ricky Warwick. Again, the new solo record is called When Life Was Hard and Fast. Thanks to you for checking out this episode. Hit that subscribe button if you're not already. Again, uh, three new interviews every single week to keep you up to date on all of your favorite artists. It's Spotify, iTunes and Apple Podcast, Acast, Podchaser, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you like to get your podcasts from. Just uh, subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. Then after that, head over to WFPK.org, where I do a show Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern. It's an hour full of song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, and bonus interviews. Again, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence of Sound has your music and film news. You can also find me on the social media spots, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all three of them, at Kyle Meredith. I'm also over on TikTok at Kyle Meredith 81 That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. Do you read Stephen King? Good news. There's a club for you. The Losers Club. Every Friday, us losers journey through the never-ending wastelands of King's Dominion. We sink our teeth into each of King's novels, dive deep into the lore, and review every adaptation. Even better, we're always having guests over. 
Thomas Jane, Will Wheaton, Mary Lambert, Mick Garris, the list goes on. So what are you waiting for? Join us as we read on through long days and pleasant nights. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.